We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Okay, so we tried something a little bit different with the Sooner Sports Podcast this week, and welcome in. My name is Chris Plank. We'll kick it off here in just a bit. But we, with all of our new toys that we have from Learfield IMG College, we have the ability to do it live. And this was kind of a test show. You won't hear the, the mess up that I had in the middle of this because it is edited out. But uh, hopefully this will be the start of something fun we can do over the next few weeks before we can get back into the Sooner Vision studios. It's the Sooner Sports Podcast live. A lot from Toby Rowland coming up. And as always, the Sooner Sports Podcast is brought to you by AT&T, America's Best Network, Academy Sports and Outdoors, the preferred sporting goods retailer of Oklahoma Athletics, Metroplex Electric, we can be your electrician, and the Oklahoma Blood Institute. Blood can't wait. Go to an Oklahoma Blood Institute donor center today to save a life. All right, let's get after it. It's time for the Sooner Sports Podcast Live. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. We are live, I think. Welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast on a Monday. This is historic, Toby Rowland. Welcome into those of you on Twitter, at OU on the air. Uh, he's the voice of the Sooners, live from Piedmont. I'm still in Norman. Can you tell? I, Toby can't see my background, but we're moving. I'm trying to look on uh, Twitter right Oh, okay. I can see you're wearing a Dunder Mifflin shirt. I am, and I have my OU visor. Today was a no-shower day before the radio show. So it, uh, yeah, 
it, it goes against everything. When you come on at 6 a.m. every day is a no-shower <laughs> day before the radio. <laughs> well, uh, listen, if you guys have questions, we're doing this, obviously, to test it out and uh, to see how it works. But obviously, this is still our Monday podcast. So, Toby, first and foremost, uh, you had a chance to talk to Joe Castiglione on Friday uh, we have that on the podcast platform. If you missed it, it's there in the archives. But what what did we learn? And I know you, you had to take some time to really clarify some things, too, because I think some people took what he said about testing to basically be the take on the Missouri State game, which, again, it's more confidence in testing than anything else right now, isn't it? Well, yeah. Listen, one of the questions we've had all along is, is a program the size – of Missouri State, and this is no disrespect to Missouri State. It's just facts are facts. You know, Joe's talked before about how costly this is going to be, all the testing that they're going to have to do for player, staff, everything. I think, uh, you know, a month or so ago, he threw out the figure of fifteen to $18,000 per round of testing. That's just for a football program. So – our smaller programs, that's a big chunk of change for anybody, but our smaller programs, such as Missouri State, going to be able to do that? Are they going to as thoroughly and as frequently going to be able to test their athletes and their staff? And if not, then how comfortable are you, if you're OU, playing that football game? You may know that your team and your staff has cleared the highest of protocols that you've set. But if you don't know that your opponent has, and then you're going to go play football against each other, um, are you worried about how you're going to come out of that? So that's been kind of a, a media, social media rumbles that have been out there. So that we asked Joe, how comfortable are you? How confident are you with the testing that Missouri State has been doing and that they're going to be a capable opponent for this opener, and he said very confident because they have committed to using OU's testing, they have committed to using OU's protocols, and they've committed to having their tests done in the OU laboratory for those games, for that game. So he's very confident in their testing. I think some people out there heard the words very confident <laughs> and thought he was referring to He's very confident that game is going to happen. That's not what he was saying. I don't know if he is or isn't, uh, but he was just saying if that game happens, the testing protocols that Missouri State is going through to play that game are OU's testing protocols. That is an agreement that has been reached, so he's very confident. Now, the bridge still hasn't been crossed as to whether non-conference games are going to be played. You know, uh, Big Ten's not going to do it. Pac-12's not going to do it. The Big 12 has said they're going to wait until late July or maybe even early August. So I would say that Missouri State game is still very much a question. But he was simply saying, and I think it's a, a big point, that uh, that if that game gets scrapped, it won't be because they don't trust their testing. Because Oklahoma has decided to go ahead and bring them into the fold in it and let them use all of their testing and protocols and everything, which I think is an interesting story. Um, so, in other words, where is that confidence meter for you? And we have weekly conversations. You have weekly conversations with Joe C. Where's your confidence meter right now? In Let's just start with very simple. Getting that game against Missouri State pushed up a week. 
I would have thought we would have heard by now. And I think that we're kind of running out of time on, you know, if you back it up, if they move it up a week, that's 40 days from today. And, you know, fall camp's got to get going. Uh, They got to start to uh, get football ready uh, for that. So I I think we're kind of at the cut line for that. So if they're going to hear from the NCAA that that game's going to be moved up to August 29th, then I think it's got to happen now, right. like today, like early this week. So, you know, that being said, I guess my confidence for that isn't real high. I, I think I'm uh, a little more confident in the last uh, week. I think we've seen, I wouldn't call it a wave of good news, but more good news. You know, obviously the virus is still out there and it's still wreaking havoc and, and it's exploding in some places. Um, but we continue to see the death numbers be lower and we continue to see the, you know, for the most part, uh, well, first off, OU's testing has gone phenomenal. Uh, two straight weeks with zero football. And I guess the basketball numbers are out today and there was only one positive there. Yep. So that's all good. And, and the, the vaccine, you know, seems to be working so far and they're trying. So there's been bits and pieces of good news. I think the most important one of the most important things that's going to happen is coming up this weekend, and that's baseball starting. Uh, starts Thursday night for four teams and, and Friday for everybody else. And getting that up and running successfully and players and, and staff that are going to contract the virus, uh, seeing them get it and, and go away into quarantine and come back and the sport continue to move is the most important thing. You know, we've talked about it a lot. And the, the NBA is important, but the NBA is different. The NBA has got a bubble, and it's a small number of players, and I hope that works. That'd be a good sign. But it's really Major League Baseball that looks the most similar to what college football is going to try to do. Everybody playing in their own stadium, travel around the country, uh, you know, get in airplanes and, and things like that, and in hotels. And if they can get out there starting this weekend and, and do it successfully, that's a major hurdle. Because more than anything, I mean, the virus isn't going anywhere, and hopefully the numbers start to go down, and we need all that. We need people to wear masks and, and help. let's help turn this thing around. But in all likelihood, the virus is still going to be out there in late August, early September. And the thing that needs to start to happen is people in their brain start to believe, oh, okay, we can play sports and it be okay. Right. We got to get and, that. Um, yeah. And, and, and that starts this weekend if, if baseball can. If golf's been doing it now for a month or so. We're seeing some international sports do it. We need, we need Major League Baseball to do it. You know, I'm glad you brought that up, though, too, Toby, because, you know, Joe C's talked about it quite a bit. You know, we're in a situation right now where we need we need positive vibes from sports all across. I mean, we need and you you hitting on baseball. That's what we need to work a little bit, you know, more than anything because that's probably what college football as you said is going to look a lot alike and you know, I'm I'm in a position right now to where I mean, I'm losing my mind over watching the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks playing an exhibition game on a tape delayed basis uh, and watching the Yankees and the Mets this weekend and and bottom line for me, all I could think about is okay, this is good news for football whenever I watch this. And that's that's the reality of it right now. Yeah. Well, people want it to happen. You know, Americans want it to happen. Uh, like baseball. I mean, I think college football and baseball have a lot in common. Uh, it's Americana, you know. 
People want it to happen. And so we're rooting for it. Now, uh, finally, we got the players and the, and the owners on the same page in Major League Baseball, and we're days away now from a weird season, but a season nonetheless. And uh, them getting out there and showing that, that it's going to be okay. And I, you know, one of the most important things is not that we're going to do this 60 games in baseball in the playoffs and nobody gets sick. It's not going to happen. Right. People are, somebody's going to get sick. Maybe even some key players at bad times. But the, when they do get sick, that the protocols are in place, that the, the people can get better, and that the sport can continue to move forward. And it doesn't have to be shut down. That it doesn't have to stop and wait for two weeks and start back up again. That's a death nail for college football if that happens. We need to be able to see that they're going to get out there, they're going to play, and when, when people get the virus, they step aside, they get better, they come back, and that it's okay. And if that happens, a major step for college football because that's exactly what is going to happen this fall. You, you know what I find myself doing quite a bit, Toby, is I find myself in these situations where every, I don't know, every other week or so I say, oh, this is a huge weekend for college football. This is a, a monster week for college football. And last week – ended up giving us some pretty interesting news because we had the Pac-12 go all-conference. We have the Big Ten go all-conference games. But I don't know, is, is, is this one of those weeks that you look at in college football and you say, all right, that clock is ticking, the, the countdown is on, we're getting to a point right now where we need college, college football decision makers, or do you think we still have a couple more days or maybe even a couple more weeks before we have to make that uh, kind of decision in Big 12 country? I think uh, we'll see in the next two weeks, and maybe it happens this week, the decision on whether to go conference only or not. You know, um, But as far as whether they want to play college football in the fall or move it to the spring, I think that decision will be stretched out as long as possible. And they do not want to move it to the spring if they can at all help it for a variety of reasons. Um, so I wouldn't see that decision being made if it's going to be made until August and maybe as close to the season starting as possible until they just can't figure it out. But every week is huge now, Chris. Yeah. I mean, we're into late July, and we're looking at, like I said, 40 days until week zero. And that may or may not include Oklahoma. So – Every day is huge at this point. What's your excitement level to finally get to call a game? I mean, you're calling Madden tournaments over the weekend, for goodness sakes. <laughs> You've got to be yeah. ready. I'm off the charts. I, uh, I'm i about to come out of my skin. I got a new uh, printer this week uh, for the house because the old one broke. And may it rest in peace. Uh, poor thing, I used the snot out of that printer for years and years and years. And it gave me all it had and it was on its final legs and it finally gave way. And so I had to break down and buy a new, are uh, you a wide format printer? It's called uh, Chris, because I got to be able to print the spotter board. You know? <laughs> and uh, so I was playing around with it this morning just to see if it worked because we just got it. So I was printing off a couple of spotter boards just to see if it worked or not. And it made it made the blood start to tingle a little nice. bit. You know, I was like, "It's uh, I'm not going to use these things," but just seeing them come out of the printer gave me chills a little bit. So, 
Man, um, this time of year, in the next month or so, every year, 2019, 2018, 2017, 2013, 20, 2005, whatever, this time of year, every year, uh, your heart starts to race a little bit and you get excited. You know that. But this year, after all we've been through, after you go back to the spring and not having a baseball season, right. not having an NCAA basketball tournament, throw a dadgum back surgery on top of that, yeah. you're you're going to have to, like, tie me down to the chair in the booth by the time the uh, <laughs> opener comes around. I'm going to be like the Goodyear blimp. There's a, there's a joke in there somewhere. I'm going to be like the Goodyear blimp, and uh, I'm going to need to be tied down by the time we play football. All right, so I, I think uh, – and then a couple final thoughts here real quick, and, and thanks to everyone who – joined us throughout our first attempt. I think it worked out okay. Just one technical cliche in the middle, but we fought through it. Kind of. Um, where are we right now in being able to use this form to start talking about position battles and, <laughs> and, and the quarterback battle and who steps up at wide receiver? I mean, we can officially start that, right? Yeah. I mean, we, we need to. I know? agree. I mean, we're 40. We're under 50 days from the season, so – I think uh, we need to do what uh, Lincoln Riley's doing, which is assuming there's going to be a college football season and getting prepared. You know, we can't just sit around and say, wring our hands and say, oh, is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? And then, uh, lo and behold, we kick off and say, hey, we don't know who any of these guys are. So, yeah, we need to, uh, I'd say, let's do it starting this week, Chris. Let's start having some conversations about what OU looks like at running back and offensive line and defensive line, secondary, and on and on and on. I will say this uh, in closing. I can't – okay, so next Monday we'll start that. And I've reached out to Mike Halk. I haven't heard back yet because I, I'd like starting you know, next week to have Wednesdays and Fridays here on the Sooner Sports Podcast be position previews and to have the assistant coaches be able to join us. You know, Hey, we're going to talk receivers. Here's Dennis Simmons and Kale Gundy. I know that they've got a lot on their plate right now. But, Toby, there's some fascinating conversations on this yeah. team to be had. I mean, we got a new quarterback, and whoever wins the battle is going to be here for a bit. We've got uh, depth questions, and not because of the players, but just who's going to step up at running back. Some eligibility issues with suspensions. Great battles potentially for a starting cornerback spot. Questions about who's a nickel, who's a corner. I mean, this is an exciting camp for Oklahoma football coming up. No, I totally agree, and uh, there are – uh, interesting elements to this team all over the place. Uh, wide receiver, I think, is a fascinating position um, because of injuries and perhaps uh, suspensions there. So I'm looking forward to it. Let's talk uh, personnel <laughs> starting this week. All right, let's do it. Toby, thanks for uh, hanging in there. I mean, I, I feel like we survived. Have a great rest of your day. Yeah, we figured it out. Next week will be – maybe we'll do one of these in primetime or something to see it how it plays like out. It got some audio issue. It looks like somebody says they can't either hear me or something, so i got to figure it out on my end. Uh-oh. I apologize for that. I'll figure it out. Uh-oh. All right. Well, uh, we got it good for the podcast. So how about this? If any of it didn't work on the live camera, guess what? It's dropping in five minutes on the Sooner Sports Podcast. Toby, have a great rest of your day. Thanks to everyone for joining us, and until next time, Boomer Sooner, everybody. 2020 football season ticket renewals are still live. You can log into your account at Soonersports.com to view all of your renewal information, or you can call the ticket office at 405-325-2424 to discuss options. Hey, even in these uncertain times, your Oklahoma Chick-fil-A restaurants are here to serve you. Dining rooms are closed, but where possible, you can still order from the drive-thru 
the Chick-fil-A app, or from DoorDash. At Mercy, your life is our life's work. And there's a lot of reasons to order online and pick up at Slim Chickens. Get started at SlimChickens.com or download our app. Here's What's on Tap, presented by OG&E Power at the speed of life. Hey, this will be a fun one. Tomorrow, Wednesday night. Wait, is that right? Yeah. Wednesday night on the Sooner Sports Podcast platform, Meg McDonald has a great show coming up, so you won't want to miss that. And then on Thursday, it's OU Texas, the Adrian Peterson explosion during his freshman season, 2004 OU Texas, coming up on Thursday on the Classic Broadcast and then the 2010 Bedlam game on Saturday. That's what's on tap presented by OG&E. Hope you enjoy the live podcast. We'll be back next Monday. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, Boomer Sooner, everybody.